0: Welcome in to another Three in the Box Sports Podcast. My number one box, Frost. It's my number two box, Big Keith. My number three box, repping the Red Sox with a little bit of Florida State. Okay. Okay. Third box, Jordan. That's Jordan. What's going on, fellas?
1: Hanging in there, just trying to figure out how we got a Red Sox, Florida State, and then a Cowboys fan. (laughs) It's like we got the.
2: Why don't you uh, worry about your Jets, Keith? Worry about oh, your Jets, okay? Oh, before whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, before we get into that... It was a rough day yesterday. It was a rough let's, day yesterday. A <laughs> let's do a rundown of the sports news. Maybe we'll jump into that. What you got, Jordan?
2: Yeah, so we'll definitely touch on, on the news that Keith's referring to. I think he's still wiping away his tears this morning. I see a box of tissues there on the nightstand. Um... <laughs> But uh, before 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 we get into that, um, w- w- let's touch on the the team in Washington, formerly known as the Redskins. Um, as of last week, uh, they are now wait for it drumroll Washington Football Team. Um, wow! That that you know how
0: long
1: that must. Have-
0: I was just going to say, how many people and how long was that
1: meeting? (laughs) I would give that a minute and a half.
2: I I feel like (laughs) Dan Snyder might have did this on purpose. Um, I I think he said in the past that he would never change the Redskins name. And now that he's kind of being forced to by his advertisers, I think this might kind of be like a... uh,
0: He's a little spiteful.
2: Yeah. yeah, he he's being a little petty about it, and he's yeah. like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna until we can come up with a new name, we're just gonna call ourselves something stupid. Um, yeah.
0: So in 2013, he went on record in the USA Today saying he would never put it in all caps, change the name of the Washington Redskins.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I saw a little news Money Talks that, that some guy bought all the trademarks for the names they were looking at but you can't tell me that Dan Schneider and the Redskins organization don't have the money to just make that go away.
0: They had some good options. Yeah, like,
1: like the, the Warriors, Warriors, the Red Tails, I The Hogs, I mean, that was a nickname because of that off-dominant offensive one, yep. line. But, I mean, I saw, like, the, the jersey concepts. They kind of went for that old-school throwback that they had, like, the almost like the gold and pewter type, Burning or not any kind of like, color. color. Yeah. And they'll just have the W on this, almost like uh, the Washington Huskies W. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just kind of like you're telling me with the amount of money and resources you have, you literally couldn't come up with sign a name and get that done. Yeah, I think
0: it just goes back to what Jordan said about, I think Dan Snyder's just being petty. petty. Like, he's so spiteful. It's just like, he didn't want to come to this, but
1: he started losing money. The players don't. They're gonna play regardless of what they look like. Unfortunately, the jerseys are gonna be in, eh. <laughs> but I mean, you know, they're still gonna go out and play. They're yeah, I
0: don't think it will affect them too much. But like Deion Sanders said, "Look good, play good,
1: play good, yeah. play good." I mean, in the long run, I think you know, Ron Rivera finally, you know what? Let this stuff go. Let me. Control the team, and then you mm-hmm. do the rest. I don't, you know what I mean? Like you pick whatever. Let me just try to fix what the issue get to back to football. shoots are right now. On yeah. the field, you
0: already have the quarantine and practices, and when's the schedule gonna start? You already have a bunch of other stuff to worry about. Like get and,
1: back to and just to throw it out there for everyone, Alex Smith was cleared for full football that activity. That's amazing. Oh, you know, that is great for him. You know, if you haven't
0: seen that like documentary. That, it, on yeah, ESPN. make
1: sure you know if your kids watch it tell them there's some graphic content in that but He's the, the leg, fact yeah. that that man went literally was i would say maybe minutes away from losing his leg to being able to play i don't know what he'll be at football wise but the simple fact that he can go out and practice isn't in and of itself fan
0: yeah ESPN did a great job if you haven't watched it i think it's called project 11 yeah,
1: that, if there's any news coming out of Washington right now for the that the Washington football team, it's <laughs> Alex Smith being able to get back on the field.
2: Yeah. Well, well, and and their uh, ongoing investigation outside of their oh. name, I uh, think <laughs> 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 that might play another factor in it. I think Dan Snyder's got his hands full with everything else. Um, you talking about of, the, yeah, kind of old news, but yeah, there's fifth. I think fifteen women that came out and accused yeah. Dan Snyder and his inner circle of sexual harassment and assault and everything else. So, I wouldn't be surprised if Dan Snyder's forced to sell everything the team in the near future.
0: Everything that's
2: going wrong with the franchise. <laughs> yeah, no one is likes it going them. wrong <laughs> for Washington.
1: Him hey, and Woody Johnson go join the Jib Boys Club, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. But uh, yeah, speaking of the Jets.
2: Yeah. So, uh, as of yesterday. Jamal Adams, uh, one of the best safeties in the league, if not the best, has been traded from the New York Jets to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, The Jets are receiving a 2021 first and third round pick, uh, 2022 first round pick, and uh, the Seahawks' safety, Bradley McIntyre. Dougled, Dougled, oh, he played
0: for the bucks back
2: in a couple years. um so not really res- he's not a, a big talent but no. fair fair uh fair play for for how many picks that they're getting for for Jamal Adams although a lot of people think that the Seahawks will end up being a late first round pick so the Jets are going to end up with you know 20 in the 20 to 30 range still um,
0: could get some good talent but it goes very sure to the
2: board but, for the Jets, but <laughs> you how, had a great player. I guess my, my thought on it is the Jets have, have, uh, not done too well with retaining their talent in the past. So are they really going to capitalize on, on getting these picks <laughs> Just um, like
0: a revolving
2: door, right? Like, and oh, they're real good. Get them out the door. <laughs> and on the, on the flip side, Seattle's getting obviously Jamal Adams, huge pickup for their defense. Um, and then they're also getting a 2021 fourth round pick, which Seahawks have actually done a really good job with their draft picks. So they could, we could see that fourth round pick turn into something since it's probably going to be a very high pick, I would guess yeah. in the fourth round.
0: How, how are you feeling over there, Keys? you, you, look, you Yesterday was a little tough day for you.
1: It was. I mean, in the, the broad spe- spectrum of this week, yes, the Jets cannot keep talent. You know we we did lose arguably one of the top three safeties already in his in the strong safety spot, um, but for the situation that Joe Douglas was put in, the return was fantastic. The fact that everybody in the league knew that Jamal Adams does, did not want to be in New York Jet anymore. He was doing everything he can to get out of the building. The fact that he was Joe Douglas was able to get. Two first round picks, a starting caliber safety and even a mid round asset, yeah, that that's good. The return for that, I mean, realistically, was probably better than what most anybody thought was gonna happen. And I don't think other teams were gonna be willing to do that. I know the Cowboys were big on the list, but I didn't see I don't think they were gonna be willing to do that because and the other aspect is Jamal Adams wants to be paid. Mm-hmm. And now let's see, you know, he was running his mouth day in and day out. Let, let's see if Seattle's willing to, to bank up to what you wanted. You know what I mean? And, and if you're willing to take a pay cut, that you basically just said it wasn't about the money. It was you just didn't want to be in New York. And in the long run, you losing talent like that hurts. But you also didn't want to keep a cancer in the locker room.
0: Yeah, I think to be I, honest, the he, now, Seahawks are a great fit for him. Yeah, the aside sidewalk, from, like,
1: the brash you know,
0: attitudes. Money they, and stuff. Like, I think he'll fit perfectly yeah, right
1: know, in that locker room. You know, it'll be great for him. He's going to a winning team. I mean, there was there truth behind his words? Yes. Adam Gase should not be a head coach in the NFL. <laughs> I don't care. It, people, I've never under really understood how a lot of the, this revolving door of coaches, like, what has Adam Gase proven to anybody to deserve be considered a offensive guru to be a court Peyton Manning endorsed you because you want to super let me rephrase that Adam Gase didn't do anything Peyton Manning was the offensive coordinator in Denver and Jamal Adams isn't the first player to knock Adam Gase half the Dolphins team did and when those players were away from Adam Gase they all blew no one thought Kenyon Drake was anything until he went to Arizona same thing with Landry and, you know, the quarterbacks in Miami as well. But, I mean, like I said, in the long run, it, it had to be done. I think the return is great. Joe yeah. Douglas, when you look at it, he built that Eagles team. I think, you know, we're in the position now to possibly trade up. I'm a huge Patrick Sutan fan um, and Jalen Waddle, But, I mean, depending on how he can move that draft board now because of assets, I mean, you're in the Gregory. I think Rose like so. he like said. Pick, the Jets pick got- is in the top five. I think, I, like you said, you got to get a new head coach.
0: <laughs> you yeah, start.
1: and the thing is, I think mean, this is just should be Adam Gase's last year. Let Joe Douglas do a. I would call up Kansas City, take their offensive quarterback right off the bat, and then just <laughs> rebuild in the draft. But I mean, as a whole, you know, as a Jets fan, like it hurts. But at the end of the day, you know, I can't be upset with the return we got.
2: No, well, I mean, right. you guys have been crying for a while, so. Just hey, I mean, cry know, a little harder and then go right back to crying a little less. So, hey,
1: it's hey, we've been more successful than the Bucks as of late in our history.
2: Uh, I would disagree with that, but that's a different
1: topic.
0: Okay, we haven't been in the playoffs for a few years, but most recently, out of all the teams here, who won a Super Bowl? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who has the best chance to win the Super Bowl this year? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's right. Who had to go
1: buy that Super Bowl? Oh yeah.
0: What? That's how you do it in the league. What are you talking about? You got to buy these players. Trying
1: to make myself feel better. You don't.
0: You (laughs) don't buy these players. Guess what they do? They leave to Seattle and go win a Super Bowl. And the (laughs) Jets go back to what Jordan said. Cry some more.
1: How do you think they filled the Hudson, man? (laughs) To Jets and Giants fans.
2: (laughs) All right, so. Leaving the NFL world, um, we'll touch on some UFC boxing news. Get some interesting news this week. Uh, before we jump into that, though, let's touch on the UFC on ESPN. I think it's 14 or Fight Island. Uh, we had a big fight last night. Um, Till versus Whitaker. Uh, Till's kind of a big name. He's a uh, he's a memer on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Does a lot of Mimer. shit talking. Um, a million followers. Yeah, He's he's got a he's got a big following. He's going against former champ Robert Whittaker Who's a really likable guy? I don't think I've ever heard anybody say they didn't like him um, So I was I was pulling for both of them But uh, the favorite was Whittaker and he ended up taking it by decision um, It was a good fight uh, a lot of striking no no uh, boring uh, Went the distance know, s- sit on the ground the ho- the whole five rounds, but um, this should set Whitaker back up for another rematch against Israel Adesanya for the title. That's if Adesanya gets past uh, Paulo Costa. Um, I think that's I in think August or September. I think he will, too. So um, we should be seeing Adesanya versus Whitaker, too, uh, either later this year or early next year. Um, other news, there was... Uh, Weardham versus uh, Gustafsson in his debut against in the, the heavyweight division did not go well for him. Uh, he was submitted in the first round. Um, so I, I think that's probably it for Alex Gustafsson. Um, I don't think we're going to see him back at heavyweight or in MMA unless it's some like legacy fight. It's just know? something
1: I noticed. Like in, in boxing, you see a lot of guys go from lightweights weights. Two heavyweights and can succeed because it's not so much the weight thing. You know they can. Tra- it's a transfer of power. In the UFC, I see it's more difficult because with the extra weight, because of your grappling games and stuff, it's a lot of these guys aren't used to the extra. You know, to the average person, you say, "Oh, we only put on twenty pounds," but when you're talking, you know, mixed martial arts and stuff, that twenty pounds makes a difference. You're slower, and you know, you got to realize other guys hit harder that are naturally bigger than you. So I speaking, think speaking of boxing, this, I don't see, know if you guys
0: have heard issue. Iron Mike. Iron Mike's coming
1: back. Man. Iron the legend. And man.
0: I'm not a big boxing fan, but I'm definitely going to tune in because I've been watching some of his training videos. That dude looks the same back in his prime. Like He's yeah. just as fast, just as strong, great shape. Like it, yeah, I, mean, I it think almost, it'll be an interesting fight. I mean, verse.
1: unfortunately, you're talking about guys that are past D. Yeah.
0: yeah. No. I mean, Roy Jones Jr.
1: <laughs> is prime. Was fantastic. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, these guys don't really ever lose it. You know, they don't forget how to punch.
0: Yeah, definitely,
1: you know, but from a different Tyson, claw. if he comes out and he shows this is something more than just a charity thing, or hey, you know, I'm doing this for whatever. Is there a chance for him to get back into it? Yeah, because I mean, the mm. it, technically he's going to be re-ranked because he yeah. he's a pro boxer again. But I mean, if he can throw the hands with it, I mean. In today's game, he's very small for the weight class he'd be in. But, I mean, that the dude's got a howitzer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's not take away from another fight on that glorious card.
1: Oh,
0: Jake God. the douchebag Paul versus Nate Tiny Robinson. <laughs> what Nate. do you guys think is going to happen uh, in
2: this fight? Honestly, I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, m- my gut says Jake Paul's been doing a couple... Ma- And he, I mean, he looks like an athletic guy. I'm sure he's been training boxing for a while now, so I'm sure he can put up a decent fight. But Nate Robinson's also, you know, a world-class athlete. Um, Mm -hmm. Jake Paul is not. So unless it gets technical where they're literally sitting there trying to just outbox each other, you know, throwing jabs and stuff, I, I think Nate Robinson could easily beat him because he's just an athlete.
0: What I don't get is who told Jake Paul, like, dude, you were making videos on YouTube, you should be a boxer. Like, well, they f- they boxer. started
2: they started fighting each other first on U- like other YouTubers, and then now he's like branching out into other athletes, and he's talking about wanting to fight. Like, Jake Paul says he wants to fight Dylan Danis, who's not really like a fantastic striker, but Dylan Danis is a world class um, jujitsu. Martial artists. like, hey, I'll give him. He's, I'll give him this.
0: He's making, he's making the fights, and he's getting, he's getting that money. Yeah,
1: that's all. It's just because of his name, he gets the stuff. But like, I don't care what anyone like. He, what, what's the kid's KSI or whatever, where his brother lost twice and he had to avenge his brother. Listen, you can be trained by Shannon Briggs and you can talk a game, but if you step foot in a ring with a professional. Who dedicated their life to that craft? You were going to be hurt. You can run your mouth until you run up to somebody that permanently puts you down. Gonna end up like Apollo Creed. Yeah, yeah it's fun. do Robinson. you Don't know what? Die. You know Step in the ring with you know a Canelo or a Triple G, and let's see how big of a game you really want to talk. You know what I mean? They, it's it's I it's, funny. Mean,
2: it's a the Paul brothers. They like to call out. Like MMA guys because they're not professional boxers, but like Logan Paul, he called out McGregor. He yeah, would get it, absolutely it, 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 worked. Literally just um, for
0: attention.
2: This isn't I, take this how you take it. You'll be put in a wheelchair.
0: Yeah,
1: I want to be honest with you.
0: It's just for attention, and and the, and people pay attention to it, so he's gonna keep doing it. Like I mean, he's making money off of it. He's making a living, a good living off
1: like of it. My crap. my main problem is it it makes it it takes away from the sports. Because more people are concerned about makes, seeing them fight than seeing an actual MMA fight or a boxing fight with and makes,
0: fighters. And he makes boxing
1: look like a joke, like the sport as a joke. Like, yeah, oh, it, it's Jake it Paul can it go it. in and fight
0: somebody.
2: Like, yeah, you anybody call can out be a UFC. boxer. Yeah,
1: it, it this it's not a joke to those guys.
2: Yeah. You know, what well, I mean? I it, think that's it's
1: a joke to you because people follow you on YouTube.
2: Yeah, I mean not to get into the whole boxing thing right now but I, I think that's kind of what's wrong with boxing right now is it's gotten to this point where the good fighters aren't fighting top talent they're doing you know what we touched on in the fight week episode where they're they're so afraid to get that loss on their record that they're fighting they're fighting weak fighters until they get to the very tippy top and then they go at each other and people are just like I don't want to watch that. So they're watching Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson or I I bet this uh Tyson Roy Jones Jr fight. I bet that that sells more pay-per-views than any boxing fight uh in recent memory outside yeah. of like Tyson uh Fury versus Wilder. But we'll we'll touch on that as it gets a little that, closer. That'll be for
1: another episode. That'll be for yeah. another.
2: episode. But, um <laughs> In terms of uh, Major League Baseball, o- opening day, last last Thursday, Friday, had some really good games there. Um, nothing some live too, American sports. Yeah, they kicked <laughs> off nothing the major sports.
1: You know, yeah. obviously, soccer's back, but this baseball is one of the top three major.
0: And it's not Korean baseball. It's <laughs> Major yeah, this, League
1: Baseball. <laughs> this is really,
2: I mean, it was good to get some sports back. Nothing too <laughs> noteworthy uh, coming out of those plays. initial games, but... We did see uh, Shane Bieber seventeen strikeouts, so that was that was some yeah. big. Yeah,
1: he, he um he controlled the mound, and the Yankees looked healthy. Stanton,
2: Junko Stanton, yeah.
1: and he he's got the power back. So you definitely Yankees, look for him in that MVP race. It, I it, well, I mean, it. obviously it's early, but I mean they looked good.
0: I could see Yankees, Yankees, Dodgers later
1: I mean, on that, down the road. That's right now. That's what is pegged. Gotta be. It's going to be Yankees, yeah. Dodgers.
2: Uh yeah, so not not too much on Major League Baseball, but we we yeah, still got, got a lot to go, so we'll we'll, we'll uh we'll keep talking about that every week, keep you guys updated.
1: Yeah, I mean the um, only big news out of baseball was the is the playoff format. They added the extra teams. The commissioners basically said how it's going, the reason why they're doing this is because when baseball season ends this year, it'd be as if they played a full season. So, I mean, they'll be kind of right and even, but it's going to add a little extra Fun to it. I mean, we'll obviously hit on that the full in depth of the playoffs, but with the extra teams, you know, you're going to have different matchups, and it's playoff baseball is going to be exciting this year. Yeah, always exciting.
2: And uh, not to get too much into the NBA, because we're actually going to do a a special episode coming up for the kickoff of the NBA season this week. Uh, So tune into that, but we'll touch on it briefly. NBA players can't seem to respect the bubble. You know, you see the MLS players doing it probably because they value their paycheck a little bit more than the NBA guys. Uh, the NBA guys are paid way more. Good but um, you see Lou Williams uh, has ex- Lou. <laughs> excused absence from the NBA bubble to attend a gentleman's club or also called a strip club in Atlanta. He, he skipped uh, all
0: the way to my Lou. It's him <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, so,, uh, yeah, this isn't the first time an NBA player's gotten in trouble for going outside the bubble. They complain about the food. But when you see things like this, uh, you kind of just have to be like, "What do you guys expect?" You know, the NBA's got to take a harsher stance with the players since they don't seem to want to uh, like like you were talking the, about the other day, like you were talking about the other day these nba guys are just making it seem
0: like like a college atmosphere like they're just like oh man they're telling us not to leave we should go leave or we should bring sneak some girls in or like go order uber
2: eats and like
0: go do all this stuff it's just like it well, seems it's like like NBA like, is
2: really struggling you saw but dwight you howard live casting from the the pool party that they had at one of the hotels and you know there was nobody there nobody attended It a you know a place to hang out get some food mm-hmm. some drinks no one went, and then you see this. It's like, all right, well, what do you guys expect? You know, you you don't want to attend the stuff that the NBA has put, put out for you guys, hang out with each other, and use the time to grow as a team, but you'll go all the way to Atlanta to go to a strip club? Hey, all right. his grandpa died. Yeah, I mean, his
0: grandpa's dying wish was go his, see them titties
1: at Magic City. I mean, the thing is, I guess – play devil's advocate or whatever here, but, I mean, the NBA, what did you really expect was going to happen? You know, you're taking grown men, a lot of them being single. Millionaires. And you're telling them, oh, let's play a deck of cards in our NBA fun zone. (laughs) They're (laughs) not going to do that. You know what I mean? Like, you you stick them at Disney. They can't do anything. You, A lot of them are taking these absences... And so they're not going for family. Emergency. Some of them, i uh, not only Some of them might have family issues coming yeah, up. That, like they said, Lou Will's going to have to quarantine for two weeks. He doesn't care.
0: He's going to miss
1: the opener. That's mean, a lot of loss. Players he's averaging eighteen yeah, I mean, points uh, a
0: game or something.
1: You know, a healthy Kawhi and Paul George will even that out. But I am mean, I mean, just it, making it easier for LeBron to player, player, run yeah. through the I league. I mean, and now. to me, if the NBA truly cared. These they would be massive punishments. There should be like you know what if if what Lou Will did was true, you're done for the rest of the season. That is I think they are going to make gonna make do, they're doing play. their investigation. The thing is, they there was no way the NBA sat here and figured let's put these guys and some of them got massive rooms, others didn't. Let's give them crappy food and expect them to be happy.
0: Yeah, it all depends on where you are on that pedestal. Like, I think LeBron James has a whole hotel. Yeah,
1: Damian <laughs> Lillard's got one of the president's suite at Yacht Club. And if yeah. anyone says otherwise, I used to work at the boardwalk on the other side. I know what those rooms look like. I had to be in all of them. Pristine. He the suite. Very <laughs> that pristine. Don't get me you wrong, you know, he's got that. But I guarantee you, little Zach Collins is probably sitting at the end over by the ice machine at the oh, end of the all Hall. Star. At the all store, <laughs> you know what I mean. So, they get at least they got a barber shop, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Real
0: life 2K neighborhood, but like Jordan said, we're gonna do an NBA special set to release this Wednesday, just the day before that season opens uh, on Thursday. Pretty
1: excited though to have NBA yeah. back. Yeah, you know, we're gonna for everyone out there. We're gonna be finishing up our top fives. Um, we're gonna be hit finishing off the MLB, and then we're gonna kick off the NBA so that's also pretty exciting for us as well good transition all Um, right
0: so uh boxing it out we ready yeah ding 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 the last scoring keith ended up you know taking the l on that one and gets to do his first loser challenge we've been
1: holding a vote it's going to be coming in by noon today as of right now it is a it is officially a tie 18 to 18 vote wise Wow. Did you
2: count the Instagram votes? Because I, yeah, thought, I so saw the nuts Instagram were up in is, Instagram. was mixed are you in nuts?
1: Facebook. Apparently Facebook, as many of you know out there, they did <clears> do an update and they took the poll system off of Facebook. So oh. we had to take written in um, votes from some of our
0: fans <laughs> oh, out there. And we had
1: two pages. As some of you know, we have our main page and our groups page. Um, so some of our fans out there are getting their votes in now. Um, so the last ones will be tallied up by noon. Um, at the moment, so it is tied. Um, from this morning, last time I checked, two votes came in, which made it a tie. Hopefully, by noon. It's the-
0: between the death nuts and very
1: spicy, super spicy ramen. Um, so by noon, we'll be posting on our social media which one did win. Talk with my cohorts over here if we're going to be doing my video before the NBA show or after. We'll figure that out and let you guys know from there. Um, but I will be uh, suffering. Preferably,
0: which one would you rather do? The death nuts or the spicy ramen? From um,
1: what I've seen, the death nuts look crazy because I mean there is that afterburn challenge, but the ramen apparently has it as well. Yet. Well,
2: do it that doesn't that. matter.
1: Wait, thank um, everything. But,
2: and you're gonna do it. Um, I want to. I want to see the nuts.
1: The nuts. You know, we'll we'll see. I mean, I'm. Ex- i don't want to say excited cool i like i love spicy yeah. food but i think there's a difference between spicy food and painful yeah. food it tastes like
0: chocolate. <laughs> this isn't spicy enjoyable this is spicy what the
1: yeah f- from, and the, apparently the peanuts may are the chocolate you guys ate was only like the level two on the death nuts so wow. so it, <laughs> it might be interesting again i want to so see the, nuts. Out there, the, cam- the camera will be rolling Frost's brother-in-law wanted to kill me and say, oh, just put the nuts in with the ramen. No, I'm not trying to die. <laughs> don't, don't, don't say <laughs> so, that.
0: You're so Jesse, you going to show the the fans are going to be like, our, get
1: one of, both. One of our we first fans, I'm um, out there, Jesse, give a big shout out to you. Um, I'm not going to die, <laughs> so I'm not doing that. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, let's get into the Boxing Out segment of this week's show. Uh, I'll start it off. Uh, I got an interesting topic I want to discuss. Huh? See where you guys stand. I'm going to talk about sports records. Most impressive sports records, to be specific. You know, you have Jack Nicklaus, six master titles. Joe DiMaggio, his hitting streak of 56 games. Usain Bolt's 100-meter-yard dash, dash, uh, 9.58 seconds. Bulls and Warriors, single-season wins of 72. And Barry Bonds, of course, career home runs of 762, just to name a few. Uh, Obviously, there's a lot more, but I wanted to see if you guys agree. If you guys agree with my stance on Wilt Chamberlain's hundred-point game being the most impressive record in sports to date. Now he played for Philly, the Philadelphia Warriors. Uh, They were playing Keith's Knicks, and they beat them 169 to 147 on March 2nd, 1962. He scored 100 points in a game. Like, that, to me, is just insane. Now, they're playing in a, in a different era. Obviously, you can bring that into the argument. But aside from that, just to score 100 points in a game by yourself. Now, they scored 169 total as a team. He scored un- 100 points in a game. Like, I, I don't understand... How you can say that is not the most impressive sport record in all of sports, not just side basketball. I mean, you had Kobe Bryant scored what eighty one points in a 81. game, you know that that was really exciting, too. You know, a different era. You can bring that into the argument, like I said, but I think it speaks for itself. Wilt Chamberlain scoring one hundred points. In a game is just the most impressive sport record. Uh, I want to get your guys' a stance. Whichever one of you guys want to go first?
2: Do you guys I agree, you agree with me or no? One? No, I'll, I'll go first. So, I do think that Wilt Chamberlain's record is impressive, and I don't know that it'll ever be beat because I think it was a factor of the his the era and his size. You know, he was seven one. There weren't that many huge guys in the league at that point in time. Not like there is today. The game has obviously changed. Not to take anything away from Wilt, but for me, the most impressive sports record is Michael Phelps with his 18 gold medals. Um, And the reason I say that is because... He did it across multiple Olympics. Wilt Chamberlain's 100 point game was just one game. He had a really, really good one game. Michael Phelps, over what? I think it was Olympics are every four years. So he, I think it was over 16 years he got these gold medals where he was competing against the best of the best in the entire world and the most, you know, awarded Olympian of all time. Uh, I mean, broke other records as well. Is
1: Simone Biles broke his record?
2: Did she? For the most
1: decorated. I don't think so. She has more medals than she can count. But I mean, I don't don't, know. It's not much Olympic. It's as a broad, but but I'm not taking anything from what Jordan's argument is. But I mean, right off the bat, I would say you know Michael Phelps and Simone Biles, you know, (laughs) if you're going to go that route. Yeah,
0: I can hear what you're saying about. Over over a period of time, as opposed to a really good game, I could I could see what you're saying. So you disagree with me, Jordan?
2: Yes, I disagree.
0: Okay, what you got, Keith?
2: Where I do you mean, stand?
1: I yeah, I definitely don't want to take anything away from there because even the rebounding record, I don't think he's ever going to be touched either, just because like so the way the game is now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to say you score 100 points in a game is, I mean. Yeah. Out there,
0: And he was a cra- known as a crappy free throw shooter. And I'm pretty sure he broke the existing record for yeah, free I throws mean,
1: in the, that game. The reason why I'd have to disagree with you, um, oh, with boy. me being the hockey guy, um, Wayne Gretzky's point total mm. is probably g- going to be an a unbreakable record That's a good one. for the rest of the league. Wayne Gretzky finished his career 2,800 points. In second place was Yomir Yager. And he only finished with 1,900. And to a lot of people out there, you can make their, oh, it's a different era. Wayne Gretzky played in an era where there was guys specifically on a hockey team to hurt you. Yeah. You know, he played in the league where you were going to be elbowed. You were going to be jumped. You were going to be hit any which way you can. He played with some of the tough, Marty McSorley, Mark Messier protected that man. And he still was putting up over 150 points a season, you know. The goals might get there, you know, that goal record, but the point record will never be touched. In today's game, it, it'll never be touched. There's too many all-stars on teams now and the way the the game is played. But I think Wayne Gretzky, I mean, a lot of people, because there's not many hockey fans out there, but Wayne Gretzky's point total should probably be in the top five of greatest records in sports.
0: Well, <laughs> Put it down on the list there, Jordan, for keeping score. It's two
2: points for you. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> when do you, you guys can go next?
0: What you got?
2: I'll go. Um, so I'm going to touch on. I know we haven't had a lot of college sports lately, but um, <clears throat> for those who don't know, I think uh, at least two of us here, I don't know about you, Keith, but big UCF fans. That's. University of Central somewhere. Florida, um, Mackenzie Milton, I Blake a, Bortles, uh, semester there. <laughs> Pretty proud of that. Um, Great training game. <laughs> yeah. But for for the college football fans out there, I'm sure you've heard of UCF making some noise, claiming the national championship. The unofficial, my,
1: official. Yeah,
2: I mean, social. my point isn't on UCF, but it's about the BCS system versus the college playoff, and I, I think as the BCS was winding down, everybody was so ready to go into the college playoff. They said it would be so much better. But now that we've had a few years with the playoffs, we see that the playoff is kind of biased towards those big name teams. You know, if you were Alabama and you had two losses, there's no way the BCS computer would have put you into that top four unless there were other teams that also had two losses whereas now you get into the championship play you know the playoff bracket just because you're alabama um and because you lost to other good teams so i don't really think it's fair to teams like ucf who would have probably made it into that top five under the bcs system i mean you remember um you know boise state they were no one they, they made it up. Who, who are the other ones? The Horn the, the Frogs. Um, TCU. TCU. Uh, you know, those kind of teams, we're not going to see that. And I, I don't I don't really like that in college football. I like to see these, these no-name teams uh, work their way up. So um, my stance is that the college, I don't want to say that the BCS needs to come back, but I think that the college football playoff is broken. We either need to expand it and include more teams, or we need to adjust the way that the teams who do make it are scored. So that we, it's not just a matter of opinion. Um, the committee's made up of five athletic directors from the big five and then eight other members. So, you know, not to get too long-winded on it, but I, I, I think my stance is that the college football, play, the college football playoff as it stands today is a broken system and it needs to change.
0: Go ahead, Keith,
2: ladies first. Oh, thank you, such, such a gentleman. I 100% agree with that. I was,
1: there was an outlier last season, where you can say the top four teams were the, the correct teams in that record-wise, but as a whole, it needs to expand because it is true. Like when you watch these shows, like you'll have guys like, "Oh, the playoff format's good." It does no, it doesn't. It doesn't put the best teams in because basically. All outside teams are vying for the third or fourth spot. If you're not a Clemson, an LSU, an Alabama, you're basically, okay, well, the first two are already taken. And the thing is, to me, you you got these kids that maybe not as big of a school, like, I mean, Western Mission, Wyoming's. And so, like, let's say you have a phenomenal Arizona State. Like, hey, guys, you know, we only, we went undefeated or we only lost one game and we're not even in the top ten. You know, it, it takes away from, you know, that excitement. And what are you teaching the kids? Well, if I don't go to a big school, I'm never going to have a chance. You know, the playoff format, I get it. The B- some people said the BCS was also biased to, to an extent, but it at least gave you an opportunity. Like you could be that sleeper team that makes noise. Again, and the thing is, I cannot stand cupcake schedules. I don't care who you are. You can get on any comment. You can come comment me, find my whatever. Alabama has a sorry schedule every season. And the fact that you said Alabama's a dominant team. Yeah, you're a dominant team when you're playing Arkansas State. And you're playing these. Okay, well, you know what? This season, again, I'm going to say it again. Let's see how tough you really are when you're playing all SEC teams. (laughs) You know what I mean? And that's the thing. The way the format is it does need to change you need to get you what is it four teams just go to eight you know i hear all these people say oh it's going to
2: be difficult how is adding four extra teams going to be difficult i want to i want to see 16. i want to see 16. you can
1: even go 16.
2: make it uh make it like march madness let's get some some no names in there some of the lower conferences we might see uh appalachian state knock off in alabama you yeah, know. and the
1: thing is, I want to be honest. A lot of those top teams are afraid to play those teams because they never play them, and they don't know what to expect.
0: How they match up, yeah. you know.
1: Al- you know. Again, I keep in like Al. Like your only good game is Auburn. What you play one team, and we're supposed to say that they're they're going to compete for a national. You played one team, and mm-hmm. a lot of the, as of late, Auburn's pro- been better than you. But I mean, you. It, it, I, as a whole, I don't want to keep running on there, but I 100% agree with Jordan that that playoff format either needs to change or go back to the BCS.
0: Yeah, it's tough. I, I liked uh, the BCS. The last year of the BCS was a great year for Florida State. Seminoles, myself, and Jordan went to that national championship game against Auburn out in the Rose Bowl. and Wow! I don't know if you guys seen that game, but... Great sometimes game. they show that best, little replay. Best college on the ES...
2: football game I've ever been to. Yeah,
0: so they sometimes show that that replay on the ESPN. And it gets my blood pumping every time, every time. Just an amazing comeback. And if you were there, like the amount of crap talking from Auburn fans, because me and Jordan, being Seminole fans, were surrounded by Auburn fans. And once that that fourth quarter hit, they they were gone.
2: Oh yeah. Well, Trey Mason broke off that 20 like 28 yard touchdown run that left like a minute something on the clock and they were all like oh sorry sorry we just we're just really good yeah. we're just really yeah. good and then, the SEC and then Jameis took it down and scored real quick with uh Kelvin Benjamin oh, he's, the sling, now, yep. he's now broken full time at Golden Corral but that's a different story <laughs> um but he took it he took him down and uh, took him down and scored we turned around they were gone. We but didn't anyways, see any anyways, fans. To
1: Typical SEC to, fans.
0: Back to the point. That's a topic for another episode, obviously. But uh, I, I'm, I was excited. I, I think um, I'm going to have to agree with you as far as if the BCS comes back or whatever. But I would, I like the playoff. But I agree with you in the fact that it needs to change and increase more teams get in. Um uh, whether it's six or eight, I'm not sure. Um, but it definitely needs to change up because there could be more. Because when one plays four, you know, the past few years since 2014 when it started, you know, one always beats four. I don't think well, it, four and, has
1: ever beaten one. And I don't mean to cut you off. It's just it gets stale. Yeah, There's only it's the same thing. It's, yeah, it's, it's the going to be the same four, yeah. if not
0: the same two. But like Jordan said, you, you start increasing it to six or even eight, you get those teams that sneak in the playoffs, and like they happen in the NFL or in the NBA, those teams come times, sometimes you know shake up the brackets there and, and pull out a surprise victory, because the playoffs is a different beast.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, LSU not only smacked Oklahoma, there, there's just me being smacked and then disrespected like Oklahoma. Yeah, I like mean, I
0: said, I don't think four has ever beaten one in the college football playoffs, but I'm, i I agree with you. You add more teams, whether it be six or eight or however, however many, you know, you get those teams in there that sneak in, and, and make it interesting and and come sometimes shake it up, you know. It, it does get stale, like he said, and you know, I'm I'm all for s- switching it up, whether you know they go back to BCS or increase the playoffs, playoff teams. So.
2: All right. So I'm starting off on a on a good note. Uh, zero Shit. points. What you got, Keith?
1: Um, I'm going to hit it a little bit differently. It's something I was kind of actually saw recently again that popped up. Um, My cousin, uh, Jimmy, who was actually played up in Nassau County way back in his day, Um, was all state and everything, but kind of brought up an article because one of his um, friends that is a client over at his tattoo shop was actually a part of the coaching staff over at the Nassau High School where They brought up again that their head coach was suspended for running up the score. And not only running up the score, but running up a score on an undefeated team. This is high school football? This is high school. This is high school football. And my take is, and I started looking it up a little bit more, that this is a little bit more common than I think people realize, that coaches and teams get punished for running the score up. My take on this is that is utterly ridiculous. That the whole mercy rule thing needs to go away. Because I look at it like this: what, you, what exactly are you teaching a group of guys or girls that when you go out there, it, it's okay, you know, it's okay to take it easy on your opponent? Everyone, and that, and this also maybe hits on the whole everyone's winner junk. You know what I mean? Like, when you're playing professional sports, the point is for you to go out there and be the best that you can possibly be. You should not be penalized for running the score up on a team. And now, like, he was suspended without pay because he ran the score up on a team that was a state-winning team and was undefeated.
2: And the other team...
0: Are, got, are you arguing about? I'm high arguing that in the, the
2: mercy rule and, and it, to, in sports in like, general,
1: sports in general, okay. that, that that should be okay. That what 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 are you teaching his kids that play underneath him? That our coach was penalized because we went out and beat an undefeated team, and they felt they got butthurt about it, and then we got penalized for it. You know, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but get not getting rid of the whole mercy rule and letting letting them go out and play. If you're a better because t- the thing is to me, if you're on the other side of that, you don't want to ever feel like that again. So you wanna play better. You wanna work harder. And that's the thing. It's you're letting stuff like that out of sports, the whole buddy buddy system.
2: You're not teaching any you're not teaching anything. Well, I yeah, I mean i I'll segue into my thoughts on it, but um I agree. I I I think there's a couple factors that go into it that make it kind of like um, you know, why would you do that? One, you play to play your best. And if you're going out there dropping forty on somebody in the first half in football, you know, basketball, that's kind of normal. But um if you're if you're dropping a whole bunch of points on somebody and it's still early in the game, then keep it up. Like why would you stop? And then on the flip side my other argument to that is we have seen where a team gets up by a lot and relaxes a little bit. And if you have this rule where it's like okay, you know, we're up by 25 going into halftime, let's um, you know, let's take it easy. Now all of a sudden the momentum shifts and the other team comes out hot and you're like, okay, they scored one, so we can score, we can score another one. And then what happens is you end up seeing the Patriots uh, versus the Falcons Super Bowl where it was 28-3 and Bill Belichick and Tom Brady come back and win it in the last second. To me, if you're if you're good enough to run up the score against the ter- worst team or the best team, just do it. Keep doing it because uh, that's what you trained for and that's what you're there for is to win.
0: <clears throat> All right. Um, I agree to a certain extent. Um It is the other team's job when you're playing a game to stop you. It is not their job to, you know, baby you and and not stop running plays or stop scoring. Um, But to that point, I don't know if you should completely take away the mercy rule in all of sports. Like, just because high school and college and professional, yeah you should be able to score at will. You shouldn't have to worry about anything else and worry about getting fined or suspended or whatever. Uh, But when it comes to, like, Pee Wee and, like, little kid stuff, like, I feel like there should definitely be... uh, Definitely implement a mercy rule because you start getting up to 21 to 0, like, they don't... They don't, like, for football or whatever, they don't know, like...
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess when you're talking about young kids, like, I guess... I can change and do like high school up when you yeah. start talking about like when it gets competitive, like, yeah. but in basketball, AAU, you know, those kids start young. Mm-hmm. But the thing is like, like when I want to hit on it again. Like it's, you need, what are you teaching these kids that if you're, if you succeed, you need to let someone else catch up to you because you're making them feel bad. Yeah, that, no, I agree. You know what I, I mean? Like when you, that's the whole thing of sports. You know, you know what I mean you work hard to be the best that you can possibly be and then you got to worry about hurting someone's feelings because you're better than them.
0: No, yeah, I agree. I never understood the whole trophy for everybody thing. Uh but as far as little league stuff, like I feel like yeah, like be I'll like take
1: a cap order and because so, I mean, like yeah. I, I I I guess I can re- I should have rephrased that better from high competitive high school up. Yeah. The whole no, that yeah, whole indeed. thing
0: needs to. It's, it's not it's not the person's job to stop scoring. It's your no, job to I, stop them from scoring. You're supposed to be playing defense. Sometimes you have the players, you know. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you match up well. Sometimes you don't. But that's life. Like you're gonna get yeah, beat
1: and, and you're gonna win. And I mean, as you as you two, as you two know, playing sports at uh, any any on both your levels that you played at. I mean, sports teaches you life lessons. You know, and I'm gonna maybe this might hit depending on who we're talking to here, but you know, what are you teaching the kid outside of the sports world that oh, if something doesn't go your way, just complain about it and they'll make it fair for you? Yeah, world hey, doesn't work can, like that. Yeah, you, you think LeBron James that. sits there and feels like is gonna cry when he, it, it hurts to lose? But you know what? He goes to Kobe. When I lost, I went to the gym, watched the tape, and worked 100 times harder.
0: Or even right after that game, he was shooting in the gym till the lights turned off.
1: I mean, how do you think the Raptors felt when they let let him put up almost almost 90 on him? Yeah, it hurt, but you know what? I'm never going to let it happen again. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, you can try.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can try, but you know what I mean? And, you know, that was my take this week.
0: No. So. Yeah, I agree. It seems like I'm the big loser this episode. Just a bunch of crap, but anyways...
2: Uh, so it's two zero zero right now. We got okay. three. Well, good. Good
0: thing that this th- continues. <laughs> this isn't the final.
2: We've got a few more weeks to go before we come to the
0: final. But but as far as the loser punishment, it looks like Keith is going to release those final ballots today, and uh, we'll find out what what a uh, punishment he has to do. Whether it be the noodles, the spicy ramen, or the death nuts.
1: Uh, I, I think it's going to be exciting. Either way. I don't know but, if, uh, if if John keeps racking the points up. Are we going to do a mercy roll for him? <laughs> I no. Agreed with you. So, why is it?
0: A- <laughs> Anyways, um, we're going to, like Jordan touched on earlier, we're going to do a little NBA special episode. Uh, we'll, re- we'll release that Wednesday, just the day before the season opener. Um, pretty excited to have basketball back. I don't know about you guys.
1: Oh, it's dudes. Yep, I'm telling you, like in any sports at this point. In Denver, oh man, that they t- they took small ball, kicked it out of the way, and we're like, we're gonna go tall ball. <laughs> like yeah. that's
0: what we're doing. It is, they're taking a different element. But as far as that, I think that's gonna do it for us this week on uh, episode five of Three in the Box Sports Podcast. I'm your number one box frost. That's number two box big Keith. Mr. Jordan We'll see y'all on Wednesday Keep your eyes out for that NBA special Released episode Later